Hello and welcome back to It's All Downhill From Here with your hosts Amy and Grace, a show for your trivial needs where we discuss our views and opinions and encourage you to share yours. If you wish to share your thoughts with us, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at IADHFH Podcast or you can email us at IADHFH Podcast at Outlook.com. Britney Spears once said you're toxic and that's exactly what our theme is for today. So don't forget to follow us on Spotify and you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music. See you in a moment. Our clearly meant Apple uh, podcast, not Apple Music, but you know, we move. So anyway, toxic. Explain, Grace, what is toxic? Well, I can explain why we've come to this decision today. Yeah, you <laughs> this can. theme today. The theme. Um, so basically, myself and Amy, we've gone to go get her tatties done. So we're staying overnight because she's getting some more done the next day. Ooh. And we're walking back to our hotel from the shop that's across the road. And as we were walking back, some lovely gentleman walked up to us burped in our face um well my face because amy was walking in front because she thought he was gonna rob us <laughs> well no hang on just before you carry on grace had literally just handed me her purse for the room key in the middle of the street and was like amy here so i opened it and i was like shit he's gonna rob us so i was speed walking and i also thought that grace had burped so i was like yeah. don't move <laughs> he burped in my face um and then he was like can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? And he just kept pestering us. And we were just like, what? And he went, can I take you out for a drink? And both of us went, no. And he mocked us and went, that's just rude that is. And started kind of swearing and walking off. And we were like, uh, so okay. shame. Yeah. But that's why we kind of just decided we were like, you know what? Should we just do an episode on toxic behavior, both toxic masculinity and toxic femininity? Because they're both different both very much a problem in society yeah yeah so what are your kind of experiences with toxic masculinity or femininity i didn't expect that question i've just written it down mate i didn't expect it either oh gosh (laughs) what are my experiences um or like what do you see as toxic behavior yeah that's probably easier toxic masculinity for me is people I don't know how to describe it and I'm starting with masculinity because I find it easier to describe because people just look at the memes mm. um memes memes how would you describe toxic masculinity um well I would say that guy was a prime example yeah but it tends to be people that how I don't know how to describe it <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say People that don't like the answer you give them, so attack you for it. Yeah. People that can't accept the new way of the world Mm. and think that, like, for an example, men shouldn't cry and everything like that and they shouldn't show emotions. Yeah, that's a big issue with toxic masculinity and stuff. I would say that, for me, is uh, partly toxic masculinity and then toxic femininity, that's a difficult word to say, is... women that's okay that think that you know the men should provide everything and they should be these pretty little princesses who just sit there and that they need a man to survive i hate that yeah i feel I like no my feelings i need you 
You survived however long without them, my darling. You don't need anyone. <laughs> Just yourself. <laughs> but that's all I mean. I think I agree with that. And I would add to it as well. I think an issue is people who don't accept the new way of living. Mm-hmm but then make everybody around them very aware that they don't accept it. Mm -hmm. It's like, for an example, if you take like a gay club. Mm. So someone that we know wouldn't go into a gay club because they were like, well, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm straight. Well, that to me is toxic masculinity because Mm. you can't put those stereotypes aside. You should just enter a, a place. It's a club. Yeah, because they were worried it might turn them gay. Yeah, that everyone was going to fancy them. Mm. Not every woman fancies you. Barely any women fancy you. Exactly. (laughs) What makes you think these men are going to be pouncing on you? That's another thing as well. I think a very misunderstood and quite toxic thing that people say is, you know when someone comes out to them, Mm -hmm. um, the first thing they go is, you've not got a crush on me, have you? No. I've got standards. <laughs> no, darling. <laughs> I have standards. I was just letting you know. No. There was just me going, I'm this. Not you going, you love me. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like you, actually. But I think as well, I don't know how to word this one, but I think another toxic trait is it's kind of an it's a quote that we've used a lot and I see a lot of the videos on TikTok and they're very true but the pick me behavior mm-hmm. that I think coexists with the toxic behavior I think if it's a toxic person they're definitely also a pick me person but I think you can have nice pick me people who don't even realize that they're I don't even think it's about if you're a nice pick me person in quotation marks I don't think it's about being like a pick me boy or a pick me girl I think Mm -hmm. it's just genuinely they don't realize what they're doing is talking about themselves yeah I also think that pick me boys and pick me girls they're like two different breeds oh yeah definitely (laughs) I would say pick me boy is someone who it's like, oh, I'm so sad and lonely. You know, why aren't you talking to me? I just feel so comfortable talking to you. Can I Where... have a hug? I thought you were asking me. I was like, no, you no, can't. No, I was getting my juice. <laughs> um, and then pick me girls. I almost said the name then. <laughs> I almost said a name. Um, pick me girls are ones that are like, oh, you, you never guess. Like, that happened to me. Oh, if I'd have been here... If I'd have gone to this place at this time, you know, like when an accident happens, that could have been me. Oh, I once had brain surgery. Didn't you know? Yeah, I'm calling her out. Yeah, I think the worst part about this particular person is that when we say pick me behaviour... She embodied it. Yeah. An example we have, and we do miss this person because, you know, he did make our life you know, he made our life more fun at work. <laughs> he was fun to talk to. I wondered which example um, I'm going to give. I'm going to mention Steve. I think Steve okay. deserves a mention. Big up, Steve. We miss Steve. Um, unfortunately, Steve passed away. And when we got the news, we were at work. This was a few months ago. I think 
October. October. Yeah, it was beginning of October. October 2nd. Yes. We got the news um, while we were at work and Amy was, I'm laughing because of how badly she was crying. (laughs) She doesn't usually cry, but she was crying to the point where she couldn't breathe properly. Um, it was I, just a bit of a shock. Put it this way, yeah. Grace. We didn't know that it happened, and Grace messaged our manager and was like, "It's the news about Steve dead." And our senior team leader went, "What news?" And it's Grace the news just about went, "Steve True." Not oh, that is the news about Steve True. <laughs> she just went, that "He's dead." I didn't know how else to word. I genuinely yeah. thought somebody was playing a really disgusting prank. Yeah, it just got dropped on us. So that's why it was so upsetting. But sorry, carry on. Though I genuinely thought it was like some sort of really disgusting prank because it was just the way that we found out was through a group chat and we thought that if, you know, you'd you'd think something like this you would find out from your manager. Yeah. Not through like a group chat of people that weren't even in work that day. So we honestly didn't believe it to start off with. And then when we found out it was true, it was that's when all the emotions kind of got released. Um, but she was sat opposite this particular person who is the pick me behavior. Um, and she was sobbing, can't breathe. I'm hearing all this through the headset. I'm also doing the same. Like my mum's come and giving me a hug and a cup of tea. Um, (laughs) and they started asking her questions, bearing in mind, she's, you know, crying and she goes, Oh, Amy, when did you teach me how to use a tampon? And it was like, at no point... What did I sound like? (laughs) Four months ago. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh about it now because of the, like, audacity of the situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that, for us, is a prime example of pick-me behaviour because it's taking any kind of situation and making it about that individual she also got mad that i went to yours that night didn't she yeah so amy came to my so we left work early um and amy came to my house because she couldn't see her mum because her mum was vulnerable so she came to my house and my mum made her some tea and we just chilled for a little bit you know i got a mum hug she did um (laughs) we chilled for a bit and she got mad at amy for going to my house rather than staying at home but the reason it was so stupid was because Amy, like, she was leaving anyway, so Amy would have been by herself. So, it, for me, that was just another prime example of pick-me behaviour. And you see it in girls a lot. It, And I call them girls because at this point, they're not grown-ups. I, I think you see toxic masculinity... Toxic masculinity. You see toxic... Well, I'm going to just call it toxic masculinity yeah. more... And pick me girls more rather than yeah. toxic femininity and, and pick, me, pick boys. me boys because, or it's more highlighted anyway. Yeah, I think with pick me boys, you kind of just tend to ignore them. Yeah, because it is usually the um, well, you know, I if I had a girlfriend, but I'm just too ugly. Yeah, that's a prime example, which is called you know gaslighting, but it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. It's not. Don't ever accept it. But I think. I think it's highlighted more because toxic masculinity is quite aggressive and mm-hmm. society sees men as people that need to be aggressive and they need to be powerful. Whereas pick me girls is the behavior is wanting the attention on you 
while trying to impress whoever you're speaking to. Yeah. So, for example, a pick-me-girl in a room for a party, an example could be she won't eat in front of the guys, even though, you know, there's she's known these people for ages, they've never made fun of her for eating, and she's more than happy eating in front of them all the other times, but the second it's in a party scenario, that's it. When someone that she likes is in the room. Yeah. Very different to somebody who genuinely has an eating disorder or different to someone who's just uncomfortable eating in front of other people because they might not like the way that they look when they eat or someone might have said something Mm -hmm. earlier on. Very different. This is someone who purposely does it for attention because the next thing they do is highlight how hungry they are in Mm -hmm. the hopes that that one particular person will give them food. Yep. So that's pick-me-girl behaviour is... Or the other side of it, so not necessarily when they're being like, oh, look at me, please pity me, is like the girl best friend of the guy. So like you see it a lot on social media um, yeah. and TikTok and things like that, where they do the little point of views and skits, where you've got the boyfriend and the girlfriend and then the girl best friend of the boyfriend, and she's like, yes. oh my god, <laughs> you're Grace. No way. It's so nice to meet you. Carl said that you <laughs> were studying this. Oh my god, what year are you in? Oh my god, you're two years younger than us. You're so oh, young. Oh, you've got so much to do. Yeah, me and Carl have done so much together. Yeah, how about we, Carl? Can you remember that time when? <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm not going to steal them away from you. Am I, Carl? He's already mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that hasn't actually happened to me in particular. We're just using that as an example. Yeah. <laughs> I was just being the girl best friend. Yeah. I'm Carl's best friend. <laughs> I'm his only friend. I'm joking. I'm Carl's daddy friend. pig. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the reason why pick me girls behave. Oh, pick, sorry, I just reached out for some reason. <laughs> I get really passionate when I'm talking, and I'm like, "Woo, my hands, crazy hands." Um, I'm like Doctor Strange. Wee. Well, that's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> oh, we. <wee. You're> just... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but pick me girl behavior is highlighted more than like toxic femininity because pick me girl behavior requires getting the attention or validation from other people Mm -hmm. whereas toxic masculinity is highlighted more than pick me boy behavior because toxic masculinity fits in with what society used to view men as yeah going on toxic femininity femininity just doesn't sound right femininity yeah. Just because um there's a crime documentary that's just come up on the um nice. TV as like an advert is you know the women that are like, if I can't have you, no one can. Oh god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Those women. Not a fan, not a fan. Randomly just following from crime because I've just seen <laughs> You've just seen what's on the TV. What's on the TV. Um I read a fact the other day that said 30% of people who are reported missing and are then either found murdered or kidnapped or whatever, um, the person who committed the crime is the person who called it in. Oh yeah, it doesn't surprise me. 30%. I don't know why, but I thought that number would be higher. No. I thought it'd be like 40% or like 45 you know. I've also cut my finger and I don't know when I did that. I'm sorry if you lost. Blood. 
Oh well. Anyway, but yeah. Sorry, random crime facts. Mm. But I just think that that's the reason why they're highlighted, and I also think as well with the um, toxic femininity that you were bringing up is when women will purposely and we're we're calling women out so it's going to sound a bit hypocritical but when women will purposely shoot down and call out other women for wanting to progress in society yeah so i have no issue if a woman wanted to have the role as a traditional housewife Mm -hmm. i've got no issue with that if you want to do that if you want to be that person that's absolutely fine i commend you because it's not something i could do especially if kids were involved no. because it would drive me insane so you know you're doing so much better than me however what i don't agree with is when other women might shoot them down because they didn't decide to have a career but that works the other way as women who had a career and also had kids still worked full time and didn't stay at home with the kids all the time they can still be seen as like really horrible women because they didn't dedicate their lives to their kids Mm -hmm. but then if they do dedicate their lives to their kids then they're really lazy and they're not true feminists because they're not going and fighting for the cause and getting a career yeah women shouldn't pull down women in that sense so i think that's a very toxic thing um and I think with men, I think men need to be more supportive of feelings. Off the back of what you've just said, sorry, just before you get into your feelings, it kind of correlates. Feelings. feelings. Toxic masculinity for me, um, one point off the back about uh, childbirth and things like that, is when men look at other men who are stay-at-home dads and think, proper down at them yeah yeah but then i think something that contributes to toxic masculinity is that is how society looks at stay-at-home dads mm-hmm. not but just why? men i don't know because it is just the same as a stay-at-home mum mm-hmm. oh well, it's not the dad's role the father's role is to well no he's the dad provide. well actually it's not in in a lion's den the lioness goes out and hunts and the lion stays back to look after the cubs so you know they can't even say oh it's like that in nature it's not so hear me out i'm hearing you out this might be controversial i don't know and i'm sorry if you don't agree with my opinion on this but i I don't think your opinion yeah i'm not sorry i take it back um I honestly don't think that there will be an equal view in society or equality on parenthood until both the mum and the dad get the same length of time off and the same pay. Yeah, they like the same paid time off. Obviously, if the woman's earning a higher job, she'd still get higher pay, or likewise for the guy. But if a woman gets a year, so should the guy, because otherwise, the dad, like a new dad, he gets what two weeks mm-hmm. in the UK. That's nothing. You've got two weeks to fully bond with a baby. You can't do that. Yeah, I don't think it's fair at all. I do think that fathers should have the same time off. Because I know that they give mothers extra time off to recover. But she's but... not recovering if she's spending no. all of her time looking after a new life. 
No. That's my opinion anyway. Well, the mother would be able to recover a lot better if, like you say, the father was able to get the same amount of time off. They could recover in half the time. And, and then, then spend they can... the other half bonding with the child. Yeah, bonding as a family and getting used to their new life. They'd probably be a lot happier and you'd probably find people would be more open to working for certain companies if they had better yeah better i would say people because i know that a lot of people extend their maternity or just don't go back because mm. they, they can't hack it it's too much and i think if they were given that support so early on and shown that they've got that support i think a lot more people well women i'm, I'm saying people mm. would go back to work quicker mm. Or at least you should have the option to share. If if you're not going to give them both the same, you should have the option to share the the leave. Mm-hmm. So, for example, say say me and Carl had a child, and I was earning a lot more money than Carl. Mm-hmm. Say Carl got four months, and I got a year. If I recovered in six months, and you know, Carl wanted to stay at home. I should have the option to be able to give him some of mine. Mm-hmm. There should be some sort of government scheme where you can give over yeah. parental leave. And I think, I know I say little things, because it's basic things mm-hmm. that would actually already help combat a lot of the issues in society as far as this toxic behaviour goes. Yeah. Or like stereotypes that are wrong and shouldn't be enforced by society mm-hmm. that's an issue that i think anyway what other examples have you got of that um what about kids clothing i was just about to say what about pink is for girls blue is for boys so not only that but what's written on the clothes mm-hmm. so you get pretty in pink um pretty little princess pretty little princess gorgeous um cutie pie yeah all that kind of stuff on girls clothings which again don't even have pockets mm. but that's an issue for another day um less toxic designers yeah exactly and then um it's say that women buy more handbags but then guys get, or like little boys, sorry, they get like strong and adventure and superhero superhero and, you know, science stuff and things like that. And it's just, I think, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but it's mine. I think kids' clothes should just be gender neutral mm-hmm. until they hit an age where they can start picking their own clothes. I think it ingrains in people from a very young age and then keeps up that. So for an example, because it's not going to make sense if I just say it out loud. If you're a kid and mm-hmm. you go into the shop and you're, say, just for an example, you're a man. Yeah. Uh, well, you're a boy. I'm a boy. And your mum picks you up, you know, your clothes that say superhero, your science stuff, as you just said. Science. Yeah. <laughs> And, and they do have, like, equations and things written on That's them. That's what I mean, like, you know, the funny science ones yeah. with, like, the periodic table. So, obviously, you're learning things. It shows intelligence and things like that. And then you're obviously going to see the girl clothes, and they're going to be like, oh, beautiful, blah, 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 blah. And it just essentially shows that 
women are just there for looks and men are there for intelligence. You then take that little boy who's been taught that growing up and everything, he's then going to go out in society as a man and he's going to try and instill that into his children. It's just going to go on and on and on and on and on. Never-ending cycle. Yeah, and it doesn't sound, you know, there's probably people listening that, oh, that doesn't happen. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're a kid, you're a sponge. You soak up absolutely everything you see and it's so easy to influence your opinions just by seeing something. I still remember my teachers going, I need three strong boys to come and help me pick up these chairs. Mm -hmm. That used to rile me. I used to be like, I'm strong, and then pick up twice as many to prove a point. Mm -hmm. I hurt myself, but that that doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not that strong, but I'm stubborn. You've seen me. I'll pick up the chairs. I'm a man. I'm going to go Yeah, it just... It's just things like that annoying me. I think that is just another example of society's failings, which then leads to the toxic behaviour and the stereotypes that shouldn't exist anymore, but do. Mm -hmm. I think another thing that people really, and this is, you know what, if you're uncomfortable hearing about this, then I'm sorry, but you do need to grow up. Um, For everybody else, you'll agree when you hear what I'm going to say. Something else that needs to be kind of stamped out of society's taboos is periods. Mm-hmm. Because that's yet another thing that leads into the toxic behaviour. Because if a man ever says to you as a woman, you're just on your period. Because you're expressing emotions that they don't like. You know, that toxic masculinity. I just think that until you know we get rid of we make equality in parental leave we get rid of society's taboos we have like maybe gender neutral baby clothes because you know what i like blue (laughs) i like the color blue Blue it's good um until we actually start having these open conversations nothing's going to change because it's so ingrained in people on a way that we've got to live Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of the problem but in making periods a taboo, you're teaching little girls that what their experience is in a completely natural thing, but it's dirty. And that's essentially what they're saying. Yeah, and periods aren't dirty. It's Shameful. actually the cleanest blood that can exit your body. And, you know, when <laughs> to all you men and women out there, if your partner is on their period, don't be grossed out. Because they need love and support, I tell you. But that's the thing, I think you should encourage people to ask more questions about it. Like, when I was younger, I didn't know a lot about it. Yeah. We had people come in and talk to us about it. I didn't know what different things I should have to buy, like, why would I? Mm-hmm. But if if you're a kid who's only got brothers, say you're a little boy and you've only got brothers, and, you know, you don't ask your mum about this kind of thing, you're not going to know. You're not taught about it, unless it's in biology. Mm. But they don't teach you what it actually is. So you're just going to think that it's this horrible taboo thing and it's disgusting and it causes women to go crazy and things like that. But that isn't the case. And I just think it's things like that, really simple things that need to change before you can address the toxic behaviour in society. No, I agree. I think off the back of that as well, um, I think that 
toxicity. <sighs> these words are difficult. <laughs> I had not got the mail for these words. I think it can affect. Um, I get a yawn now. You've turned the heat off. Sorry. <sighs> That's all right. Wouldn't be an episode if I weren't yawning. I think it can affect those who aren't necessarily toxic as well. So, for an example, I'm just going to use myself as as an example, and that's quite narcissistic, but we move. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a toxic person. However, the views of society in regards to, say, men being strong, I can't get that out of my head to the point that I am so independent now that when I was moving out, what, last week? Yeah. I concussed myself almost and thought I'd fractured my shoulder because I moved the TV cabinet from the middle room down the stairs to the bottom and would not wait for help. Yeah. That's not the first time she's done that. She also moved the mattress by herself. Yeah. And I, even when men offer to help me, I get really, I get quite offended and I need to stop it because I know that the men in my life that do offer me help aren't doing it to be like, are you just a weak woman? They're doing it to help. (laughs) But I do get really offended because I'm like, what, you think I can't do it just because I'm a woman? And I have to prove it. Mm. I will never ask a man for help and it's really bad. (laughs) And that in itself is kind of toxic. So I say that I'm not toxic, but that's kind of toxic. Yeah, but I think you can portray toxic behaviours without being a toxic person. Because I think certain toxic behaviours everybody portrays without even meaning to. So, for example, like what you've just said. And, for example, you know, Carl hasn't got any sisters. So when we first got together, he was, you know, he wouldn't go and buy tampons for me. Hmm. His excuse was, I'll buy the wrong ones. But I offered to send him a picture and he still made me go to Asda with him because he didn't want to buy tampons. Whereas now, no issue because there's nothing wrong with it like he's not phased by it at all it's a completely normal thing yeah but he's not a toxic person he's just portrayed certain toxic behaviors Mm. i'm not a toxic person but i definitely have portrayed toxic behaviors so there have been moments where i've also done the same thing as you but i have brothers and my whole childhood was a competition not meaning to be, but it was a competition. Yeah. You can take your hoodie off. It's Thank fine. You. It's not that loud. <laughs> I'm just like... Because <laughs> I can hear the cling film rattling. Rattle, rattle. Well, we can't hear it. It's fine. Okay, carry on. Sorry. But I'm the same now to the point where... I don't know. I, I think a toxic thing I do is I'll start moving something. Mm-hmm. And I get mad when no one helps me. But I'm also slightly mad if someone comes in and does it for me yeah i don't want them to do it for me it's not that someone doesn't think that you can't do it it's that they want to help you but it just feels like like i don't need the help but also please help me because i'm struggling (laughs) but i don't like admitting it because i feel like me admitting it is a sign of weakness which is a toxic thing in itself yeah because emotions are not weakness and we should be more comfortable speaking about our feelings. Yes. So, now we've covered just about everything to do with, well, yes. not just about everything, because there's so, <laughs> much, so more. much more, but that would be very depressing if we got deep into that. How can you avoid toxic behaviours? Or do you think you can avoid them is probably a better question. I don't think you can avoid them fully, mm-hmm. but I think 
the best kind of way and it's you know it's not always the easiest but I think the best kind of way is just try and surround yourself with people who will help and educate when you portray a certain toxic behavior mm-hmm. the same way that you would be expected to do that for them okay and I think a way that you can avoid it is by calling out your own toxic behaviors because if you call out your own toxic behaviors you can understand why someone else might act the same way yeah but I feel like with a lot of things in order to progress people need to talk about it and I don't think people talk about it enough I don't think it's a a thing that you can avoid Mm -hmm. but it's not a nice thing to confront no I don't think people like looking at the negatives in themselves no I mean I don't like looking at the negatives nobody does but you need to you need to to progress exactly and grow and grow and become a better person but I agree I don't think you can avoid it but I think you can but you can't stop it and you can't avoid it but you can recognize it and remove those people from your life so if someone is being toxic and that is just their personality because sometimes people do just have that in their personality unfortunately Mm. if you can handle it brilliant but if it is taking an effect on you, just remove that person from your life. Yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed for setting boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are not toxic and they do not make you a bad friend or they do not make you a bad family member. You can set boundaries with your family and you can set boundaries with your friends. Yeah. And if they don't like it, they're portraying toxic behaviour. Exactly. The way I look at it, and I'm going to use us for an example is say I'm 24 me and Grace have been friends for what just over a year close year and a half yeah so okay year and a half then if you displayed toxic behavior Mm. I could although it would hurt don't get me wrong I would cut you off and my way of looking at that is no stop fake crying (laughs) is no matter how long you've been friends and things like that you are going to live a very long life. Yes. And you're not going to talk to this person ever again, hopefully. So what's a few little arguments now to say, say, 60 years of a headache-free life? Well, like we said in the friendship episodes, certain friendships are meant to stay with you, other friendships are meant to be there for only a portion of your life. Just to clarify, for your own sake, I'm not planning on leaving you. <gasps> <laughs> I'd just like everybody to know, now that she said that, Amy f- threw a fruitella at herself earlier because she missed her mouth. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was stressed that they were asking me for the landlord's address and I don't have a landlord. This, it's my dad. It's my toxic I moved into my parents again. But yeah, no, I agree. I think... I think there's too much um, ownership put on people to be, you know, completely accepting and understanding of everyone. Yeah, it's too much you responsibility. You can't be happy ever if you are going to just completely accept everything because some people are just not nice. And I think there are changes that need to be made in society, which I'm sure one day will be addressed. Maybe, I don't know. Probably not, let's be honest. But mm. we can hope. Um, that these things will be addressed and then after that it's just 
you need to look after yourself and you need to be responsible for your own behaviours, but be willing to learn and be willing to accept constructive criticism when people do call you out. But you also need to learn to recognise the difference between someone trying to help you and someone being toxic towards you. I'm really sorry. I know you've just done that big spiel to kind of end the episode and lead into it. But I've got another <laughs> point to make off the back of that. Okay. And I promise you, I'll let you do the final spiel again. No, you, no I'm not doing it again. You can do it. I've done mine. <laughs> no, my... it was just a little quick point. Why can't you cut people off in your life? Why doesn't society recognise that? really bugs me. Because if you cut people off in your life, society sees you as this horrible person. But why? Why is it not accepted? Why does it matter? If I don't want you in my life, I'm not going to get into it now, but it just, it was a burning question. I just had to ask you. There is no answer for it. There is no answer. You're eating your ear. I know I am. I'm moving it out of my mouth now. (laughs) Like, oh, it irritates me. Anyway, Grace did her spiel, so I won't, um, ruin it she ended it nicely i did end it nicely and then you asked a question that we will never get the answer to because certain questions will always remain unanswered unlike the meaning of life because there is 42 ciao anyway anyway so last week's question was what would you buy first if you won the lottery um we didn't actually get any answers for that one but someone did message me and answered, is money happiness? And just put, yes and no. So, there's As your answer. always, they're very, very straight to the point and make a lot of sense with their answers to your questions, as always. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> if you wanted to know, is money happiness? Yes and no, which is pretty much what we said, to be honest. That's exactly you know, what we said. We're here like, oh, <laughs> that was, you know... <laughs> no, that's basically what we said, so, um, point well made. What's this week's question? Um, do you believe in toxic behaviours? Do you believe in love after love? We should probably not say that because we might get done for copyright. Yes, good. Nah, we don't have enough listeners for copyright. Her husband's dead. Who's going to copyright us? Spotify. That was their music producer. <laughs> and manager. Oh no. Um, but yeah, that is, I'm pretty sure we've, that's going to be one of the shortest episodes we've ever done, except the introduction. But, yeah, I think that brings episode 11. Oh, my God. I'd say we've been doing this for 11 weeks, but we've had, like, three weeks off. Yeah, we have had three weeks off. But, you know, we needed it. And you Listen, guys understand. my grandma died, all right? R.I.P. Grandma Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing about that. I can't tell you why I'm laughing. Because I don't want the person to ever listen to this and feel guilty. But just know it was funny. And Grandma Chris would have laughed too, so it's fine. But big up Grandma Chris. And big up Steve. We miss you too, Steve. Big up Steve, definitely. Steve would have gone headfirst into the subject and he would have been like, this, 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 this. Let's have ten seconds of silence for Steve. There was a nice 10 seconds of silence for Steve. We missed Steve. I hate myself. Steve would have laughed though. Yeah. He would have been like, what are you two idiots doing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm not doing anything, Steve. I'm working. What are you asking me for? Anyway. 
Moving on. I'm sad now. I've thought about that. Um, oh, bloody hell. Oh, dear. I think that's why we should have done the episode, to be fair. Toxic behaviour. Do you believe in it? And if you do, um, if you can send me an example, because we kind of just decided to do this episode on a whim due to some guy burping in our face. So if you guys have any examples, great. Send them over. What I'll do is next week's about Valentine's Day. So if you have any examples will answer them the week after the Valentine's Day episode. Yes. Banging. So we won't answer or we won't read out any answers next week. No. Banging. Just because I feel like I need time to actually read through them. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> as always, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at I A D H F H podcast. And if you do want to email us, it's iadhfhpodcast at outlook.com. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, We would say YouTube, but we're not quite there yet. But we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.